and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. We are keeping well and keeping safe. God is amazing. Today, I'll be speaking about bad decisions. And I may title, I may title this, this particular um, episode, uh, your, are the impact of bad decisions becoming more obvious? I will read it from 1 Samuel 28 verses 3 to 7 and I will discuss in another fashion afterwards. Holy Spirit, take absolute control. Help me to deliver your message as within my heart. All of you, Lord, take absolute control. Thank you for the opportunity. I am entirely grateful to speak today. And I pray open the hearts, the eyes, the ears, the, the minds of everyone listening to me today to hear you and hear you particularly for themselves. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So first Samuel 28, 3 verses to 7. Um now Saul, Samuel was dead. I by the way, we know that um Samuel, the last time Samuel saw Saul, or I think the, the last time Samuel saw Saul was when Samuel told Saul that God had rejected him as king. Yes. So now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried in him in his hometown of Ramah. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritualists from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and set up camp at Shumen, while Saul gathered all Israel and set up camp at Gilboa. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he, um, he was afraid. Terror filled his heart. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him. By dreams or Urim or, prophet, or prophets, Saul then said to his attendants, Find me a woman who is a medium, so I may go and inquire of her and I stop here so I have a question here in my notes I say are you making bad decisions are we making bad decisions do we think oh, that was a bad decision why why that why did I do that let's look at Saul since Saul became king and maybe before that for that Saul was so focused on himself was so focused on his own selfish desires he was never humbled before God he was never submitted to God he always do what he wanted to do and what was best for him every time right and it was very very clear and he kept doing this to the point whereby God rejected Saul as king and even departed from him right and then we all know that Samuel now anointed David as king um, at, at, at sometime um, after God told um, Samuel to tell Saul that he had rejected him as king of Israel. But you see, Saul was making bad decisions even when he was king. So, but but we, we didn't really see the significant impact. It was only Saul. It was only Samuel and a few others that knew that Saul was doing the wrong thing. So Samuel wanna called him out, right? When he realized that um, God had given Saul a, a um, instruction about um, a particular battle, and Saul decided to go, go, um, you know, and do what he wanted to do. Yes, the battle was with the Amalekites. God had asked him to kill every everybody, kill everything, and, and not take anything out of the place. Saul decided to take all the best fat cows, the best people there, and, 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 and even brought the king, King Agag, to the land of Israel. And so again, 
bad decisions. But no one really knew because Saul was winning the winning the battles of of, um, of that, that he would go and fight. So everything seemed great, right? Now, God leaves Saul, or God, you know, rejects Saul, um, Saul as king, and things begin to change. And how we see things begin to change is that we see Saul's disactions becoming more obvious to everyone around. So we could, the, the, the um, people could begin to see Saul for who he was. You know, Saul was taking, you know, 3,000 men to go and fight David instead of protecting Israel. But there was a, a particular battle that's, you know, um, so there was a particular time where, whereby the Philistines came to attack Israel. Meanwhile, Saul was out searching for David. And so there's a lot of misalignment of resources. And so he threw you know character the true disobedience of Saul his heart came out for the people and so it meant that the bad decision he had been making since right still becoming more obvious because before he was still in the basses but now things had things had said to change but now at this point Saul was now to face the same Philistines that they had fought several times and won and he knew he would lose the battle because at that point he asked God, God answered him again. He asked everybody, asking, begging, you know, all those things. Tinehah went to a medium to, to, to go and um, um, call Samuel's spirit to hear what Samuel had to say. But you see that a lot of times when God is correcting something about us in private, we need to be able to take on that correction it's very very important it's very very important because then it's in private no one knows about it right it's in private no one knows about this particular correction or it, it's, it's still not not as public it's, it's still maybe people know about you know the character flaw or whatever in source because it was disobedience and, and lack of submission to God. Maybe, maybe probably Samuel knew because because God had told Samuel. But not people knew. But you see, when things that come public, it went big, right? And then people, people that had seen Saul for who he was, how he was most aligning resources, how he was evil, etc. At that point in time. It's those bad decisions now become very hard to correct because one is thinking, well, you know, um, I had done this before, you know, I, I was able to to get away with it. I'll continue doing it. But then the problem is that now it's not exposed because now it's not probably probably you know no longer public now no longer probably not very public. And so now those bad decisions are coming out of you. This is what happened to Saul. And so, one is going to see the increasing impact and the catastrophic, you know, um, impact of those bad decisions. No more before, they will do the same thing, but it will have that much impact. And that's and that's and that just shows that the time where God had kind of tried to correct this person, like Saul, for example, and the person did not adhere to correction, which is why it's very important. And when God, God is showing us something. We take it and we make amends because believe you me right we need 
to learn those characters. We need to learn, you know, those chains. We need to grow and refine so that when God begins to bring all these opportunities our way, when we start to shine, when we start to go, you know, global, as people say, we don't get pulled back or pulled down by those same character flaws. Everybody has character flaws. Everybody's in a process. We, we, we may all be at different stages, but then what can help us and differentiate us is when we build that character enough such that when that when it's shining, when the when things get global, we're not exposing ourselves or exposing those character flaws because what happens that when, when, when the shining comes, both the good and the bad will come out. It is normal. Right, and we see, you know, different news articles every single day about this, this, you know, the CEO, this chairman doing this, doing that. Again, those were character flaws that, you know, were, that, that that were initially hidden. God has protected. God has kind of cautioned us or cautioned them several times, but they didn't adhere to it. Such that when they now became public and global, those things came global as well. So, I write here let's take the correction and a lot of times when, when we're taking corrections we need to we need to remember we're living a submitted life because if we're living a submitted life we are submitting continually to god's instructions god's corrections god's directions god's leading it's a continuous process and so when god says scatter let's change it we need to ask, ask God, God, how? Help me. Because it's not easy. If, you, if, if you're if you an adult, that means you have done the same thing for 18 years. It's hard, or maybe less, right? But it's hard, you know, to kind of sometimes um, break through those character flaws. What you want, it is still possible for God to show you it's possible to break out of it. And so it's more asking God, 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 show me how do I do this? And it may be interceding, praying, and asking God for clarity and and help, you know, from people or wherever He has sent you, sent help, help for, for that particular situation. But it's important that we 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 face and at least, you know, um, build a character required, because like Saul, Saul's case was he was. This, uh, disobedience of God and, and which led him making bad decisions. Mark is maybe totally different, right? But you see, that same kind of flow of, 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 of um, disobedience to God um, that, that led to bad decisions, that's that same that came very public and very open and very exposed. We don't want to be exposed. And so I stop here. Um, I want to encourage us. If we if we sense any God's nudging, like the way He nudged Saul, He nudged Saul through samples several times. Let us take it on, even if it doesn't make sense to us. Even 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 if it, it doesn't make sense why God is saying because because everybody else around us doesn't see the wrong in it. Let us still, you know, align to God's will. Because again, we are living a submitted life. So let us still take what God is saying and do what God is asking us to do. I stop there. God help us. Holy Spirit, I pray you with the strength to listen to your corrections and do as we need to do to be the character we need for the shining. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.